It's just ridiculous right now where we're at with interest rates, mortgage rates for a 30-year fixed loan. You'd be crazy not to buy right now, to be honest with you. If you're a buyer, get out there and buy right now, for sure. You're listening to the Expertish Podcast. Be sure to head over to iTunes or Spotify and tell Jay what you thought about this episode. Expertish is where you can learn how to invest from those who have, those who are, and have some fun along the way. Are you ready to start? Today, we're here with Anthony Magania from Intercap Lending. Anthony, besides being one of our VA lenders, our top one does most of our VA loans. But today, we're actually going to talk about investing a little bit in your own experience with that. If that's cool with you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, like Jay said, Anthony Magano with Intercap Lending. I've been in the industry since 2007, eight. So very long time, believe it or not. Yeah. You're getting old, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's true though. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like you know, we do a lot of like first time home buyer. We've done a lot of VA purchases together and stuff. But one thing that we're starting to get a little more of, it has been some people interested in investing and getting that second property or third property, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah. So definitely that's a game changer for people. But uh, let's just jump into your initial, like what was your first experience with investing if we could? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of funny because, uh, from firsthand experience, I've had the opportunity to purchase in a market like 2007, 2008, right before the crash. Right. So I have that personal experience whenever, because that's a, that's a hot topic right now. Mm-hmm. Are, are we buying at the top of the market? I don't believe they're going to have anything like 2008, Right. but I did buy because I'm always looking at the long term. So got into a condo, then the very next year, just crash. I was like, oh no. Right. <laughs> but the cool thing is, is, is we just did a 30 year fix, nothing, no crazy negative AM loans that are no right. longer around. So I haven't lived in the property for 10 years. Right. Just been renting it out, having somebody else make my mortgage for me. So right. that's another thing that people don't really look at when buying property for their first investment or even their first property and right. then later on planning on to rent it out. Mm-hmm. With looking at those numbers, you're like, holy cow, I haven't paid a mortgage. I've had a renter or tenant in there for 10 years. Like, right. That's huge. Like, That's a number that people don't think about. Yeah. They just look at the purchase price and then what am I going to sell it for down the road? Right. You have to like ch- change your thinking for sure. Yeah, I think so too. And I think when you're, you, for instance, your case, like you said, it that was a hopefully once in a lifetime situation, but even so it didn't really impact you at all. Like, I mean, it could have, if you had to sell or you were Mm -hmm. planning to sell like a year or two after that. But I think that's another important thing to talk about when you're talking about investment properties, it really is a longer term play or, or can be like anything can weather that storm, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, you haven't made a payment. Yep. You know, but you're still gaining equity, you know, and it came down, but now things are back up mm-hmm. well above what they were exactly in that time. <laughs> if I would have panicked, I would have lost mm-hmm. a ton of money. Right. Uh, which unfortunately a lot of people did during right. that time. And I think uh, whoever did buy ended up short selling or foreclosing during that time frame. I think they're finally, you know, getting over that fear again yeah. uh, and coming, coming back out, starting to buy again. So I'm, I'm seeing it as a lender. Mm-hmm. You know, where people are saying, you know, I went through this back then. I'm right. kind of nervous to 
get back into it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just have to coach them and talk to them and advise them the best to your ability. So do you find it a little easier or maybe just more comfortable to talk about when you can use yourself as an example? Because I know that's something I, I feel a lot better about because I'm not just saying theoretically. Mm-hmm. I can be like, hey, this is what's worked for Personal me or, experience, yeah. or what hasn't. It makes it a thousand times easier to talk about. Yeah. Because I've been through that situation where right. the value of the property literally dropped 50%. Right. <laughs> right. But rent didn't. But rent didn't. Right. Yeah, exactly. So at the time... I was living in the property mm-hmm. during all this going down. And then I had an opportunity to buy another property. So when the price came down and uh, so I bought that since I've sold that and now moved into another new house that I purchased a few years ago. So, so you basically doubled down on just kind of like people talk about with stocks, you know, yeah. prices went down you're like, cool, let me jump into the next one yep. and just keep, keep building that, uh, you know, those properties to. I, I don't know. I just think that that's the smart thing to do. And and mm-hmm. like you said, I don't think we're going to be seeing those kind of price drops mm-hmm. probably ever again. But you kind of nailed something we were talking about too, like the type of loans people were in, because I think that's a huge difference between now and then as mm-hmm. well, or even something for people to consider when they are buying regardless, especially if you're not super confident with what you're doing or understanding with say like the arms, stuff like that, mm-hmm. when people go get, get kind of that dog in the window look of like, oh, look at this rate and jump on that. Not really uh, doing the research, see what they're going to be doing in five years, you know? Yep. Like I said, like 30 year fix and the, you know, depending on the historic lows. Right. I'm not going to quote a rate, but yeah, historic yeah. lows because. <laughs> Don't know when this is going to come out. <laughs> That'll get you in trouble. But it's just ridiculous right now where we're at with interest rates, mortgage rates for a 30 year fix loan. You'd be crazy not to buy right now, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And beginning of July yeah. is when we're recording this. So right. th- this is exciting for the, yeah. <laughs> the housing. We have shortage of inventory right now, but if you're a buyer, get out there and buy right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's strange that the, it's so crazy right now, but it's still like a win-win situation because mm-hmm. sellers, because of the lack of inventory and all the, all the desire to buy, mm-hmm. they're getting crazy money for their homes. Mm-hmm. But then buyers, even though prices are, you know, a little higher than they were even pre-COVID, the rates are so like they've gone down more. So they're even getting yeah. more, more for the same amount. Exactly. So it's, yeah, it's kind of like a win-win for everybody. And San Diego is an awesome place to own. Yeah. Um, not only are we a vacation destination, people want to live here, mm-hmm. but I mean, we have the technology healthcare and the military. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we have all of these industries that are going to continue to grow and, and more and more of those industries are going to come. So as far as that goes, I mean, in the income, that's also why the home prices are rising because pe- right. people are still going to pay. We have one of the lowest unemployment rates too. Right. In San Diego. Yeah. So. There's no lack of, then there's no lack of renters. Exactly. No exactly. lack of renters. No, yeah. for sure. Something else when we were talking about the different loans, I know we utilize this for a client, uh, what, a year and a half ago, something like that to sell their home. But what people don't think about with the VA loans is that they can be assumable. So that's another cool marketing thing to utilize if you're going to sell like down the road when you have, Mm -hmm. yeah. So like right now with these rates being so low, that's great. You're locked. If you're locked into a two and a half percent, two and three quarter percent or whatever you end up locked, you mean three percent, whatever you're locked into a rate like that when eventually rates are higher, 
if you do want to sell and walk away from it to be able to like offer that as an assumable rate mm-hmm. for, for that. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's such a huge plus for the marketing yep. because that's when the rates got to those huge, almost 5%. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you know, yeah, exactly. A year and a half ago that really helped. We marketed that property with, with that. And it really brought a lot of people mm-hmm. to the table, like thinking, well, I can save a percent, a percent and a half by buying this property over the next door when if all things were equal. I do remember when you had that listing and yeah, I, I you know, I, I'd get calls, Hey, how's the work with assume and this and that. And, uh, you're, you're right. That's yeah. a huge selling in the future when the, when rates do go back up. Right. So sure. Right. Yeah. So just something to think about for people who are thinking they might, you know, Hey, I might be selling later on down the road. And for homeowners currently, you know, I don't, I, the, a stat just came out this week. There's so much equity available right now right. In, in properties. And what people don't think about is taking that equity and going out and growing their portfolio. Right. Do cash out refinance, go buy an investment property. I mean, we're, we're, we're doing that right now. I mean, yeah. it's just, there's so much opportunity right now for everyone. So it's yeah. a, it's a good time to be yeah. in the market. <laughs> you helped me do that for this place. You know, the place we're mm-hmm. recording in now. That's exactly what we did. You know, it's a very nice place, by the way. Thank you. you eventually, we'll have some stuff on walls, but right now it's like <laughs> a nice blank room for this. But yeah, but that's exactly what we did. Well, still rental properties. Mm-hmm. We you helped me cash out refi mm-hmm. back in November, and you know, I mean, rates have gone even lower now, so mm-hmm. we have to revisit that maybe later on if they get down more. But yeah, and then just rolled that cash into picking up more more property. You yeah. Know? Kind of yep. the same thing. Just keep it rolling. Yep. I have, I mean, you're not the only one. I have mm-hmm. a few borrowers that are doing that right yeah. now. So it's, um, great use of the <laughs> great use of it really. Yeah. I mean that equity, if you're doing cash out with the equity and again, historic low interest rates, especially even with doing kids, you tend to get a little bit higher interest rate when you do cash out refund. Right. So, so, but even with that little small, tiny rate hit, right. You're still going to be, Super ridiculously low. low. Yeah, ridiculously <laughs> low. I mean, it's it's kind of almost silly in a good way. In a good yeah. silly. No, it, is, it has been really good. And you you still and like you said, you still have your that original condo too. I do. Correct. I do. Right on. Uh, it, a funny story about that one is like I tried to actually purchase the unit above me uh-huh. when, when the prices went down. Yeah. And uh, it was held by Navy Federal. Oh really? Okay. Oh, <laughs> so they were short selling and held by Navy Federal. They ended up not accepting my offer mm-hmm. and then selling it for fifty thousand dollars less. Less down than the road. what I by foreclosing on it and then Good Navy uh, Fed. Yeah. Good old Navy Fed man. Oh <laughs> just, my gosh. <laughs> they kill me. Um but no, it's just it's just funny. But uh I still have that property. The value obviously has come back and and then some. So yeah. Um, but I think the biggest thing is the rent that I have collected over the years and not had to pay a mortgage on that property at the same time. So we're paying down the principal now. Right. And then also we're also building the equity back mm-hmm. and then some. So right. now I'm having someone else pay down the principal balance and yeah, and that's how you, you grow the equity even more. Yeah. And it's almost like a diversified uh, investment in itself, mm-hmm. you know, cause you get, you can get the cash. Like once you have, you know, a payment of low enough or the rents are high enough, mm-hmm. you get monthly cash, you get the breaks on taxes, mm-hmm. you know, which are, which can be pretty substantial for the investment properties. And then someone else is paying your loan, paying your mortgage, you're getting the appreciation from that. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like its own diversification and yeah. you're getting a little bonuses from each side of it. Yep. So definitely good on you for jumping into that and to hold on to it, which, you know, I would 
probably have more fun just giving you shit if you just screwed it away. <laughs> so part of me wishes, you know, like, well, that's a good one too. Do you have any uh, kind of nightmare stories from one of your investments or anything, or even your family or anyone, just something? Knock on wood. Not um, yet. Not yet. Okay. My dad's a commercial real estate agent up in Orange County. So I come from a real estate background and that mentality to buy and hold. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there are certain markets that are good for flip flipping and whatnot. But right. ultimately, the buy and hold strategy, just building that wealth over time is, right. is a really good strategy. Yeah, <laughs> especially for just the normal person who's want to get in, get in and, mm -hmm. you know, just get into something and start building that slow instead. Actually, I shouldn't even say slow and steady because depending on your market, it can yeah. be quite quick, grow yeah. quite quickly actually. But, um, yeah. And so, as opposed to the flipping thing and now, I feel like in certain markets as well, that's tough to get into because it's so saturated now mm -hmm. that, you know, it's so popular and people see it on TV and, yep. and it's always this big home run. So people are, uh, you know, a lot of people are jumping into that. So I think that that's, uh, I don't know. I, I personally kind of want to leave that to the professionals mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, for myself, like, you know, I'd renovated the ones I had, but I actually did that over time. You know, I didn't do it right away. It wasn't like, I've got to get this, this thing, you know, back on the market in six weeks. It yeah. wasn't like that. It yeah. was get, get a little rental income, get my feet under me and then, then go renovate and then, you know, bring the rents up higher and, mm -hmm. and keep going. But yeah, the flip part, man, I'm just, I don't know if I have the bandwidth to really stay on a, <laughs> on a, you know, a contractor to keep everything. Cause that's, man, that's a, it's, it's hard enough just to like get like a, a handyman to come do like, you know, four hours of work and mm -hmm. get it done in time, much yeah. less, you know, stay on a contractor to uh, get things done on a timeline. You definitely have to have your team mm -hmm. in, in order and, and dialed in, dialed in and make sure, you know, like, and trust everyone on that team. Probably a backup team with that as well. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Cause, Cause things don't always go as planned. Oh, you know? I heard a lot of horror stories being in the street of, uh, you know, like just contractors up and leaving, like, you right. know, like, then you're like, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of times these, you know, these flippers have hard money loans, you know, yeah. that, that are, not historical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> um, so there, there, it's a lot of money coming out of the pocket, but I mean, that's, uh, we're digressing, but, right. um, but the yeah. time is money in that too, though, exactly. because, because exactly what you're saying, you're paying that kind of, uh, those kind of rates, you need that guy sold mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Being just having that real estate background though, it's just been helpful. And, uh, and I think that's why I did get into real estate was because I was excited to share that knowledge with buyers and, right. and first time home buyers. And, and it's, it's always fun to hand over the keys or say you're funded and recorded. Right. And then you get to hand over the keys, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we're in middle COVID, then, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, are we six feet away, by the way? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Maybe seven. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just being able to help out and, and build that wealth for other other uh, people is just, it's real cool. And that's kind of infectious too, isn't it? To see people like both like when it first starts either. I mean, yeah, it's cool. Also like, you know, family getting into a home that's going to be a cool family mm -hmm. home from awesome. And then also to see people get into something, you know, is going to bring them that income later. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. And, or even when we're doing, um, cause you know, we do education things, right? Mm -hmm. We do some of these like seminars or or web calls, whatever people want to do. But when you see a light bulb come on, when people are just interested and they, you know, you start talking about it and then you see that light bulb come on and you're like, Oh, they just got it. Mm -hmm. And then you just know that they're going to be, you know, good to go and yep. kind of get, it gets addicting too, you know, yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah people mailing you checks gets addicting, <laughs> I guess. 
<laughs> once you get the game plan going and you're like, what, what's my next move going to be? And right. so, yeah, for sure. Right. I mean, honestly, like also too, is what I did is the condo, you know, for first home time home buyers, they, you know, a lot of people think they need the, the biggest, best house right. for the first one. Right. I mean, that's not the case. Just, yeah. you know, go out and get a property. Stop, yeah. stop paying rent. Mm-hmm. You know, $2,000 a month, that's $24,000 a year that you're never going to see again. Right. That $24,000 could have gone towards a nice little condo mm-hmm. that you could then turn around and, and uh, rent out. Right. Or or sell it and move up and buy that yeah. next home that you wanted. So. And we hear that a lot, too. A lot of people don't worry like, oh, I can't really afford to give what I want. I'm mm-hmm. going to put some more money away. But generally, when people don't have a set plan, and it's not everybody. Some people are very structured. You know, mm-hmm. they are. But most of the time what i've seen is if they don't have a plan like set in place where they okay this is how much each month or this is what i need to do to get the maximum you know the best loan for mm-hmm. for that home or something that doesn't really happen yeah you know if you're like oh i need to save more but then you end up using other things doing other things you don't do it so i think that's uh another one of those uh just do, you know, get what you can get, what mm-hmm. makes you comfortable. Now yeah. you don't have to have your dream home, yeah. you know, day one, like I'm, I don't have my dream home. You know what I mean? I probably never will. I just don't actually, I don't have that interest for my dream homes as much as I do the, yeah. whatever I'm comfortable with and what will make me money. So I, know, I guess that's my dream home, whatever makes the most. I mean, how, how convenient, you know, you, you, you buy, your homes in convenient locations. So I, I see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, and try to buy ahead of something coming, you know, exactly. time, whether it's a trolley or the stadium projects mm-hmm. or, you know, anything new and coming, that's going to boost the values, get in it. And that, cause that also is going to uh, keep people wanting to rent, you know, yep. more pool of renters and, and boost those rents up. So yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. And then another thing too, with the, you know, as far as, you know, home ownership too, it's like, People always say like the end, you know, like you said earlier, quote, I'm not, I'm not a CPA, by the way. <laughs> Double check with your CPA. Same as me. Uh, but, um, you know, you, you have the interest, the taxes and, and whatnot. So people don't think outside of that side of things either. So right, right. it's very important to just educate the overall picture and benefits. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of changes happened this last couple of years with that. So. Right. Definitely consult with your CPA. <laughs> yeah. And, and, that, and that's going to evolve, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, from time to time, those things are going to change. And, mm-hmm. and that's something, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll discuss and we'll talk to people about to let them know they're there. But like you said, we're also we'll, are happy to point people to yeah. a professional, a professional who is up to date, exactly. you know, on all those laws and, and how to maximize those. I mean, mm-hmm. I use them and I don't, yeah. I still don't understand or uh, to be totally honest, I guess I just don't have the bandwidth to keep up with every single thing, you know? So yeah. I, I actually save money by paying someone else to do that oh, yeah. for me because they keep up with, you know, what can, you know, conduct, they keep up with how to maximize those benefits and, and also just keep me out of, keep me out of trouble, man. So I don't <laughs> want the IRS knocking down the door at exactly. all. Not, doesn't sound like a good time to me. Exactly. I don't know about you. But yeah, the professionals for that, absolutely. I gotta say, like we're talking about investments now, but when you sell a home too, it's good. You need to plan ahead. And I think that's a lot of people are unprepared for that as well. They just see that dollar value of like, oh man, I've got this appreciation. Oh, that's great if you plan ahead. Yeah. Because if you get nailed with, uh, you know, too much with taxes or capital gains tax, I mean, there's ways to mitigate Mm -hmm. the best you can. But if you don't plan ahead and you get nailed, they'll suck that money right away. 
I mean, even with like small, like, again, me personally, I've been through this. <laughs> you know, if you do like just small cleaning up, painting, uh, maybe if your carpet is older, maybe replace it. You right. know, like just small stuff um, before selling. Yeah. I think makes a difference yeah. uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, just to clean, clean up the house uh, and whatnot. So. Well, and also I'm thinking of is the tax side of it, because when you do get that money, you know, you sell oh, yeah. that check mm-hmm. and you're not prepared for that, then, you know, then IRS is like, cool, thank you. And you're like, oh man, <laughs> but there's another good point too, though. But there's yeah. a lot of the, the things that you do for your house, you know, some of those can be taken account of depending on if it's a, you know, rental property, if it's a, you know, your mm-hmm. home, um, is how, how you'll be able to deduct it. But, but yeah, that's a good point too. The, um, as far as getting it ready to sell, planning ahead for that, that's pretty big. And and a lot of times too, because sometimes people will like want, because they're just, it's great, but they just want to do all these great things to make this home perfect to sell, to get that every dollar, but you're not, you don't always get the dollars out of it that you put into it. So that's another thing to plan ahead on and yeah. get educated on what, what improvements or what cleanup, because really it's mostly just cleanup unless mm-hmm. there's really some issues, you know, you're, you usually don't get your everything back if you're just trying to get it all together to sell, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So definitely another, another thing to look forward to and plan ahead. So everything just comes really down to planning ahead, right? Yeah. Do a little bit of the research, kind of build your team of people that you trust and then kind of just, uh, jump on it and get in the game and mm-hmm. don't hesitate. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's funny cause I have, I have these tools that I, that I utilize with my, my buyers. And, uh, I know one in particular that we helped a first time home buyer and he was wishy-washy with, you know, should I continue to rent or should I buy? I broke it down. I broke down the numbers. I was like, okay, look, here are the numbers. Worst case scenario. Like I just made it look ugly. Right. And his, uh, if he were to sell, say, I don't know, 10, 10 years down yeah. the road or whatever it was, he would have made hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the flip side, if he would have continued to rent, he would, he would have lost hundreds. Yeah. He would have spent that few hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. But when he saw the numbers and then I, I just took everything, I was like, I took the appreciation and I cut it in half. I, the, the, you know, the forecast of appreciation, right. Just cut everything in half. Right. And it's super still, conservative. It's yeah. Super conservative. And and the numbers were just, if you want to break down, just let me know and I'll get you I'll get anybody to break down just yeah. so they can compare and contrast. Yeah. And I think people usually are pretty shocked when they actually look at it on paper, Yep. you know? Yep. Yeah. I think I am too though, honestly, because even though I do it regularly when I'm not, I'm not looking at my own stuff on paper all the time. I, I know what is uh, good for me or what I, I am comfortable doing what I like to do as far as the investing side of mm-hmm. it. So I kind of just do those things and I know ballpark, but really it's probably, I should take my own advice and I should probably look at it just to be even more precise and, you know, keep me motivated to do it. But I usually don't like, yeah, I don't usually look at it on paper yeah. and, uh, but yeah, maybe I should do that. Yeah. All right. We'll put you, yeah, we'll put you in. Yeah. Yeah. You get me, get me in, all right, yeah. cool. Get me, get me another one. <laughs> no, that sounds good for sure. What about like, well, I guess you said you, all oh, yours have gone well so far and that kind of disappoints me. I want some kind of disappointment from okay, you. Okay. I guess, I don't know. I mean, I could say, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Hey, here's one. Can we talk personal stuff? Well, where are we going? Just geez, where are we going? With like, uh, there's one way. Sometimes you don't make uh, money off your investment. I know where you're going with this. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. What, what, what so, would you like well, I mean, the same the same thing that hurt me on a few of those. Mm. D- divorce doesn't tend to help <laughs> help so much, does it? No, no. Uh, 
not the house's fault. But. Yeah, exactly. No, it's uh, it's the other half that you're um, dealing with. But uh, no, I mean, all kidding aside, I mean, I still came out with a couple dollars. Right there, you go. They <laughs> <laughs> say a couple more than you would have had if you guys were just renting, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. When when we did sell her first home, yeah, that was because of a divorce. And I wanted to keep it, to be honest with you. Full disclosure, it was an NPB. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have loved to keep the house, you know, just for another. That was like... You'd love to have it right now, wouldn't you? Oh, geez, yes. But uh, in the camera, you can see I'm really getting yeah, comfortable you get little, and yeah. sweaty. Uh, yeah. I need to turn on my skin. But yeah, no, I would have uh, loved to keep that house. But, you know, with the, the situation, definitely had to let it go. Um, mm-hmm. And... Like I said, still made still made some money, but right. a lot of it went to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, life, it happens. life happens, and uh, I moved on and since bought another house since right. then. So right, and my ultimate goal is to try to buy. You know, every few years, right, just right. to build, build, get as many doors as I can under my belt. Right, so. I think it's a pretty good goal. Yeah, you know, are you are you looking to do most of it out here or kind of open to to different things? Um, I would prefer it here mm-hmm. just uh, just because it's what I know. know. I just, yeah. just what I know. Um, I have tinkered with the idea of going to other cities out of state and whatnot, but, uh, for right now, I'll probably be here. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Stick with what you know to a exactly. point. Huh? Right on. Well, I mean, it's done well by you so far. I think so. So far so good. Why, yeah. Why, <laughs> why, why uh, throw a, throw a wrench in that? How about this? Tell me what an area that you think is a good, would be a good invest just off your kind of your instinct where, where, where's an area or two that you think would be good to invest like here or outside and just like to get an idea where your head, where your head is on some of these things. You know, it depends on what, you know, who you're trying to attract and what, you know, as far as renters and whatnot. And, uh, you know, like, do you want to deal with stu- like students, right. college students? Do you want to deal with uh, professionals or whatnot? So definitely just, you know, the location of mm-hmm. if you're over by SDSU, you're obviously going to have students or US, UCSD or um, if you're in Sereno Valley or whatever, you could have the professionals yeah. and whatnot. So just kind of like, just to name a couple of different locations. Um, right. There's a lot of up and coming areas that people are starting to move to as well. And I, I wouldn't, I would not be afraid to purchase in those areas as well. So right. I don't, have you been to Logan Heights lately? By the way? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I went over there the other day and I was like, wow, this place is getting, or I don't know if you remember, we got, um, cause I think you did his loan, but a friend of mine bought there a year, almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's, that worked out well yeah. because it was one of the newer, you know, one of the nice, uh, like, I guess you'd say a little bit newer. It wasn't a new construction, but it was newer, um, townhome. Okay. And it just, you yeah. know, from day one has been rented mm-hmm. like at a good price, yeah. you know, very good price. Yeah. And it's just, I'm sure the value, I should actually take a look at the uh, value of that. I probably haven't looked at it in like six months or so just to see kind of what it would sell for now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that's crazy. No, I mean, so there, I, I believe anywhere in San Diego, to be honest with you, anywhere in San Diego, you can't go wrong. Um, people are probably, some people will probably listen to this and disagree with me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I disagree with you on most things. So yeah, true. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. I, I don't know. I, I believe that there's a home and, and a place for everybody. So, yeah. 
Yeah. And I think, I think you, uh, an important factor that you brought up is depends on what your target is and what, what you want to deal with, you know, who mm-hmm. you want to deal with. Like some people don't want to deal with students. Some mm-hmm. people, you know, would rather just have a, a family in there that's going to stay longer term, which is, you know, that's great. And there's bonuses for, there's, there's, you know, perks to each of those, Yeah, but that is a, a very good point. And it is greatly location dependent upon that. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of like places where you have a couple options. Yeah. You know, where it's like, okay, cool. You could easily rent to say students or vacation rental or family. Mm-hmm. Cause if you have, you know, if you have those options, you can kind of shift around a little bit, but. That, I mean, that's what, uh, so, um, my condo is actually in Allied garden. Mm-hmm. So it's the closest way to get there is off the college exit and go left off the A freeway and go left away from SDSU. Right. So it's, uh, north of the A freeway. Mm-hmm. I originally got there because I attended SDSU. Right. So, but I didn't want to live on campus or too close to campus. So, uh, we found, we found this, this condo and, um, uh, my mentality was like, okay, I'm going to probably rent it out to students. Yeah. But honestly, like the past five years was a family. Uh-huh. And then now is a, another younger couple. They're professionals. Right. So it's like, I haven't rented to a student and probably well right years now or right yeah <laughs> so you have that option yeah but it's also very that that's a very central area as well mm-hmm. which gives you a lot of options i would say for that but uh, yeah no that's pretty amazing and i know in a podcast that we already released with friend eric we were talking about uh the turnkey rentals that he has like in, mm-hmm. in uh, louisville and the thing he brought up that people forget about because they want to get that every little dollar. So maybe they go say, for instance, with student to be able to charge a little bit more or this or that, yeah. but then they have the turnover, yep. you know, and they're leaving every year and yep. how, how that really can suck away the profits as well. So sometimes a, a little small, uh, just a, l- a little bit smaller rent, but someone that's going to stick in there for four or five, six years, that really makes it up in the yep. long run, you know? And too, like if you have good renters, and, yeah. and this is just me personally. Mm-hmm. I know other people, you know, raise rents every year. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I have a good renter, I'm not going to raise rents every year because right. I want them to stay. Yeah. So once you find a good renter, that's pain. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one too. <laughs> it just makes sure they're happy. And, uh, one of the things I don't necessarily do every year mm-hmm. is bump up to bump up the rents right. because I want them to stay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, another thing that I've heard from a lot of people and I've, I've found myself as well, if you take care of property for those runners too, mm-hmm. like when they do need something, if you, you respond quickly yep. or you just, you know, try to make that effort to make their, t- their like life there yeah. enjoyable and easy, that yeah. goes a long way too. And for they'll sure. be loyal to you just for, for sure. the fact that you're not just kind of, cause you know, we do, I mean, we've seen it. We, I mean, we've seen a lot. There's people who will do anything not to reinvest into their own properties, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, oh, if they're there, it's, it's, it's okay. And that just, uh, you know, it's such short-sighted thinking. You're not keeping those people at one. It, I think it's kind of your, your obligation. It should be your moral obligation to keep your, keep your property, up, yeah. you know, you know, up, up to standards yeah. for, for these, for people, you know, like however they moved in. I mean, granted, if they're tearing things up, it's a little different, but it, however they moved in, you should be keeping it up to that standard mm-hmm. for them. You know, they're the ones paying the rent. So yep. I think that goes a long way to probably why you have some of those long-term runners. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've been fortunate enough to been, been able to have consistent renters in there. Like you said, if you, if you do it right, take care of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'll keep coming. No, absolutely. I definitely, and then of course I always tell my, my tenants, uh, you know, when they're ready to buy, they know how to come talk to you for the mortgage. All right. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I was going to say, we can't 
get too many people into homes or else no one's going to rent our property. So yeah, true. So be a little bit careful. No, I would rather, I mean, I would rather see everybody in their homes and, and I don't know further than that because mm-hmm. eventually they're going to want to upgrade it anyway. So yeah. we'll still have business. So it'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So and new people are always coming to San Diego. Yeah. That's, oh my God. Right. How many people are from the military come to San Diego? <laughs> Daily. <laughs> I mean, exactly. really like so many. Oh gosh. Yeah. And that's, uh, it's going to be interesting this summer when, when everyone starts moving, you know, we're starting to see more movement, mm-hmm. but one, you know, coming out of COVID when so many of those military transfers that have been held up, start coming in, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Especially if not all of the people who are moving or transferring away have, uh, transferred yet as well, because we already have, a uh, pretty, uh, pretty large shortage of housing. So that could be interesting for a bit. So, yep. so I guess we'll just have to see how that plays out. Yep. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. It should be good <laughs> or should be crazy, <laughs> but that's again, you know, whatever it's like, we'll, we'll deal with it. Right. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll make it, make it work. Okay. So for preparation, let's just for that for someone preparing on the financial side, since that's kind of your, your specialty is what are some things to consider particularly like, you know, we, we do a lot of, you know, the stuff for the first time home buyers and people doing, but what about for investment? What are some things to look at for people looking to get into investment properties? And, and I'm thinking more along the lines of the ones, you know, just to say someone's trying to get their first or second property, they're kind of doing it on their own. I'm not talking like, you know, the people that are trying to get like a fourplex or, you know, yeah. Now, when you say what are you talking about, like financially, as mm-hmm. far as uh, documents or uh, <laughs> not so much the documents, but just the planning of knowing how to put themselves in that better spot, or um, in for, or, or even even like something we've talked about a lot lately is people buying to even kind of as a first time buyer or for their primary house and investment, you know, with some of the multifamily like the the duplex uh, duplexes or something like that as well. So, what are a couple things they can do to so have an emergency fund because mm-hmm. I I went through it to where, you know, I mm-hmm. was, you know, spending and buying stuff and then, uh-oh, business was slow for a little bit, didn't yeah. have a paycheck, and I didn't have necessarily an emergency fund. Um, so I learned my lesson real right, quick and, right. and I advise my clients now yeah. even more than ever. I, I mean, you have to, you have to have reserves. Yeah for, for an investment property. So right. you have to have money in the bank, generally six months reserves to cover in case of a COVID. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, in, in case of like an emergency or whatnot, you lose yeah. your job or whatever it may be. And so guidelines do require you to have reserves now for, for investment properties. Right. So definitely. And even if they didn't, I would recommend it because mm-hmm. from personal experience, again, I've learned hard way that if you don't have reserves, then if business is slow for a few months, then you're going to get stuck. So the biggest thing is, is reserves and whether the reserves come from, you know, if you have a 401k that you don't need to use Mm -hmm. just a 401k that you have on hand, just in case emergency emergency you need to withdraw from in the future. Or uh, even if you do a cash out refinance, don't spend all the cash, put some of the cash into a savings and use the rest for down payment or whatever it may be. So, Right. Or just go out and buy a whole new place all the cash. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> problem solved. Um, yeah. But no, yeah, I think the biggest thing to prepare for is, you know, to have a little money set aside for an emergency fund or whatever it may be. So because at that point it's not just emergency for you, it's emergency for, you know, someone else if they're running as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. A tenant was fine. They, you know, they, that mortgage was getting paid, obviously, yeah. because the money just goes in and right, out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes things that are out of your control yeah. happen that need to be, you know, hopefully insurance covers most of yeah. it. That doesn't, it's not always the case. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be the, the biggest thing is just make sure you have make a little sure. bit of money set aside. And then do your research. Again, like we, we talked about earlier, where do you want to buy? Obviously, you could help with that because you're the, you're the expert. Oh, right. nice. You, usually, and, you never and, say that out loud. And, and I said that with a big yeah, smile on say, my face. I was going to say, you, you only, yeah, unfortunately there are some cameras. So now everyone will know that you're, what you were really thinking, but uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. The research is huge. And mm -hmm. um, I think that's where everything, like we can help, we can help people like with a lot of information and a lot of the research and, and, but what's best is if we give it to them, also provide them where the information is and let yeah. them come to their own comfort level, you mm -hmm. know, cause that's what you, people should buy at their comfort level. They yeah. need to do some of that research as well. We can provide the access to it or, 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 you know, help guide it to yeah. make sure they're getting the information they need. But mm -hmm. people, you do really need to kind of learn, learn on your own what you're comfortable with and what you're doing for sure, and understand where that's coming from. For sure. I mean, you can, you know, if, you, if it's going to be your first investment property, you can't go out and buy a fourplex, like you said. Right. <laughs> I mean, you can, but you just, figure it out as you go. Just figure it out as you go. But no, I mean, um, you know, are you going to live in one of the units and then rent out the three or... Or you got to rent out the whole building, like you know. So definitely, uh, and I'm exaggerating a little bit, but a lot of people don't know they could actually use that rental income from right to qualify, right? To qualify, so yeah. Obviously, there's some certain extra additional requirements for that, but right. as far as if you do find a duplex, uh, you could use that and live in one, rent out the other, yeah, and in the VA VA loan as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like I said, uh, you know, there's a few things regarding the loan itself that, you know, sure. additional requirements, but no tough tasks. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, that's, that's your problem. I, I deal with a whole different set of stuff. You got to deal with that part, but yeah, but it isn't that it isn't really that difficult, you know? Um, and it does help you. And, and again, back to the situation, like we said earlier on that, depending on what the person's situation is and what's their goals at the time, because I mean, if you have like a, I don't know, a five-year-old that's getting ready to start school or something in your family, you're moving into this duplex and you're dealing with other people and you're, you know, that might buy, be the time you want to do it if you don't have the bandwidth to work on it or take mm -hmm. care of it. But especially for like, if you're single or young or whatever, and you don't have things you need, like locations near certain schools, or, you know, you have that a uh, little bit more flexibility, then that's a, a phenomenal time to do one of those, mm -hmm. you know, because you can even just get in. And a lot of people, what I've seen a lot of is uh, someone get into like a multi, like a two unit and live in one and just do a little upkeep and fix it up as they live there. And then mm -hmm. when they have a vacancy, they just switch and then rent the one that they've fixed up and start working in the other unit. Um, so there's ways to... Oh. Yeah. So smart, <laughs> right? I didn't even think about that. Shocking. <laughs> That's because it's smart. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, you know, there's ways to offset that and, and absorb some of that cost. And then you're not up against timelines. You're doing it as you, as you go, you can do it when things are, you know, you get a good deal on something flooring, you know, or just sell on flooring, cool to your floors, uh, you know, whatever you need to do. And then yeah. you can turn around and do the, do the other side of well. And it's a good way to learn stuff too. I think, you know, kind of learn what's involved mm -hmm. and learn how much of a pain. And then also uh, appreciate when you're paying contractors a little bit more 
we all hate paying for stuff that we think like looks kind of easy. And then you do it yourself and you're going, okay, I'm cool with paying for this because I don't want to do it ever again. I'm not going to name any names, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> I'm going to play this for him too. He tried to DIY his roof last week and two of them tried to DIY the roof. One of them ended up falling through. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> there was dry rot up there, you know, mm-hmm. because the roof hadn't been redone in a long time. And And it was just an absolute disaster. And then that was the day, like it rained out of nowhere. Right. And now you have no roof. Now they have no roof. So they had to scurry on, get tarps. Apparently the tarp didn't get put on correctly. Their their bathroom flooded. Are we talking about your house? No. (laughs) But I almost did. I was, you know, during during this whole thing, I was like... Might as well do it. I'm COVID. Might as well do the roof. Should I just try to do the roof? And then after hearing this experience, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and hire somebody to do it but yeah. um yeah. but yeah i mean that's just funny that you literally said that in a gentleman in our office uh, I'll, def- I'll definitely be uh <laughs> making sure i know who that is as, yeah. soon as we turn these off oh man but it sucks because you know they, they, they their their bathroom flooded and mm-hmm. and you know stuff got ruined and whatnot but um it's not funny but it is kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Well, we do seem to, almost every interview we have, every podcast, the recurring theme seems to be everyone has been learning through like some kind of disaster or mistake. Like Mm -hmm. it seems like none of us, maybe just no one I know, uh, just learn shit the easy way. Everyone wants to learn it the hard way. Me too. So. Yeah, so well, likely it was it wasn't me this time. Right, right. This time, I learned from somebody else, that right. Not to redo my roof. Yeah, so. yeah. And that, hey, that's good. We should all learn from some of the other people. <laughs> Save a few of our own for sure. I mean, you go on YouTube; it looks so darn easy. Mm-hmm. You know, you just scrape off the old one, throw Uh-oh. some new plywood, and you're good. Throw, yeah, throw some new shingles. You're, it I looks mean, super easy. Super easy. Yeah, and then it's like every time I get into a job now that I even think is like it, nothing like that, but I'll start doing some kind of little repair. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm unlocked. Like, I. I got an extra hour today. Right. And I'm like going to knock that out. And you're like, Oh man, you can't even get prepped in an hour. Mm-hmm. And then you're like three <laughs> days later and four trips to home Depot. Yeah, You're just like, okay, I got to hire someone to come in and finish this. Yep. Now. But yeah, it's uh so DIY people, uh, be careful with them. Yeah. Right. Can't wait to hear that one was, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I think I've got it narrowed down to two, two guesses, but mm-hmm. No, that's 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 good. Yeah, definitely learned that lesson. But you do have, I think you do gain that respect for that when you do have good contractors or good oh, work for people. Sure. They do a good job for you. Then you you try to do something yourself, and you go, maybe I should pay them more. Yeah, like just ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah man. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming talking about this because I'm of sure course. we're gonna be doing another one soon. Especially if you do anything stupid that we can highlight, that would be really cool if you'd come back and share that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, when next time I do fall through a roof or something, you'll it. come back and it sounds good, man. I'm sure. You know, I, I probably still will try to do it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> probably will. At least try. You know, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna have your nephew up there uh, <laughs> climbing around the roof, man. Don't. don't I'm call you too. Kid. You're gonna come out. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll come out and film it <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Bring all the cameras. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah okay, we'll film cool. that for sure, man. Awesome, awesome. That'll be the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But thanks for, I know it's like, uh, you know, we're just, just after the 4th of July weekend. So everything's kind of crazy right now, busy. So I appreciate you taking the time to come. Of course. And can you tell everyone where they can uh, reach out to you? Yeah. Uh, My phone number is 858-215-1417, 858-215-1417. 
thing about me is I always have my phone on me. So nights, weekends, holidays, whatever it may be, I'm going to be there for you guys. So right. Then the email is just Anthony at intercaplending.com. And then uh, obviously you could Facebook me or whatever, Anthony Magana. Hopefully I'm the first one that pops up. <laughs> be my friend. I need more friends. Yeah. Yeah. You need some friends. We'll definitely also we'll post all your stuff. Like when we, uh, when we put this out too, we'll post it. And cool. everybody knows, you know, anybody that comes on here for sure, you can reach out to us, you know, yep. team and landing collective.com or, or, you know, any of the ways to reach out to us and we'll put them in contact with you. And I hopefully get you some more friends, buddy. <laughs> but thanks for coming on today, man. And we'll My do pleasure. it again soon. All right. Yes, sir. Bye. Bye.